0: Previously on Myth, Tarot, Love, we examined the Six of Pentacles and Hospitality through Zinnia. On today's show, we'll be looking at the Seven of Pentacles and the Goddesses Elithwia and Hecate.
1: Myth and Tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cards, and pentacles, and all of the
0: above. Tarot Love. Welcome to Myth Tarot Love, a show about ancient stories and new age wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hi. I don't know, every time you've been singing with the pentacles now, I think... I still, in my mind, think you're going to say cups, and you never do. I never say the cups. You never no, say the it's, cups. Because we're already at the seven. <laughs> I And every time, I'm like, oh, no. And then, and then, and then, then the cups doesn't find. happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm glad I don't disappoint. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We, uh, we do live music here on our show. Yes. Um... It it makes it feel more authentic, maybe. So Mm -hmm. you can hear all the mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: And I like to dance every time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's really cute, but he's a cute dancer.
0: (laughs) It's more of a wiggle in my seat. Yeah, she, like, wiggles back and forth. (laughs) Anyways,
1: uh, so this card, we're talking about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, It has definitely quite a few dualities, but before we get to... In like involved in the card, Vidi. Um, you, you, there was uh, something you wanted to
0: talk about. Yes, it's kind of I don't know. if PSA is the right word or not? But the day that this, announcements. Yeah. <laughs> the public service announcement, the day that this will be coming out, March should be March the first. Um, which means that as March, it is actually part of endometriosis awareness month. So I know we normally don't talk about these sorts of things on the podcast, but since it is something near and dear to my heart and it is awareness month, I thought that we would talk very quickly about this. Um, Mm -hmm. it's important to get information out there, especially because I feel like this is something that people don't talk about very much or very often.
1: Yeah. Um, endometriosis, what is it?
0: So, uh-huh oh, that's a very good question. <laughs> so, basically, it is a disorder where the tissue that normally lines the inside of the uterus grows outside of it instead. Okay. So, this causes a lot of pain, inflammation. Um, there's a whole list of symptoms, including, you know, very painful periods, bloating, fatigue and chronic pain, um, nausea, vomiting. There, The list goes on and on. There's... Yeah. It... Not fun. (laughs) Unfortunately, those are symptoms that are kind of similar to just
1: having your period as well.
0: They are, which is why oftentimes it does go undiagnosed until someone tries to have a child um, because it can result in infertility and you don't know until that time comes and you're brushed off. So... And yeah, what's and crazy... It, and it can
1: just get worse and worse. It will. It yeah. will
0: just get worse and worse. And one in 10 women worldwide have endometriosis.
1: That's huge. Which is a
0: huge, huge amount. And they just think, yeah, oh, I'm, you know, it's just painful. That's how it's supposed to be. But yeah. it's oh, not. Oh,
1: are just painful and that's normal. Yeah.
0: But... But there's, excessive there's pain... There's a certain level
1: of pain. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I think making that decision of whether it's... Too much pain is uh, mm-hmm. kind of a difficult one to to know.
0: Like, how do you know that this is too much pain? Mm-hmm. Especially if you go to your doctor and they say, "Oh, this is normal." Or, pain is normal. During or oh, your go on yeah. a pill or something like that. So, yeah. if you feel like you are having excessive amounts of pain, or someone you know is, please go to your doctor to try to get diagnosed. Get as much information as you can. And if, you know, your doctor says, no, you're fine, go to another one (laughs) and then to another one. Because it's sad to say that on average, it does take eight doctors and 10 years for women to get diagnosed. That's crazy. How many doctors did you have to go to? So so I I had to go to eight doctors and 20 years of pain before getting diagnosed with endometriosis and adenomyosis. So that one's a little less known. It's similar to endo but it's a little more uh, well congratulations (laughs) on on getting
1: the diagnosis finally finally yes
0: yes, after many many years so that's why again it's so important that we talk about this and the information gets out there so i'm going to post um some endo support groups and um websites that i've found to be helpful on our show notes for you guys to go and take a look and yeah yeah um,
1: so this actually is a subject that is a little bit similar to what we're talking about as well um, with our Seven of Pentacles card. Um, so I'm going to just dive in and just start describing what the card looks like. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Biddy, so much for sharing <laughs> sharing your experiences with us on our on our show and especially the, the support links for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: okay, so uh, this card has... A man who's holding a hoe uh which is uh not a woman but a tool for gardening um <laughs> uh yeah so you've got this man and he's looking at um seven pentacles which are just piled up in the corner <laughs> but he's just lost it um
0: uh, okay <laughs> keep
1: going <laughs> Alright, um, so you have uh, your seven pentacles on the corner, and it kind of looks like they're grapevines, like, it kind of looks like yeah. the pentacles have been growing in a grapevine of some sort, and what I think is really interesting is that behind the man, um, there is a barren landscape, and mm. so this really tells me that, like, he's had to work really hard in order to get anything green to grow in this earth right um but he's not working anymore he's just kind of he's he's leaning on his on his hoe which once again is a uh, garden utensil (laughs) anyway so he's leaning on on his on on his tool and (laughs) not making this easier okay yeah
0: (laughs) i'm a child today i apologize
1: Okay, he's leaning on his tool and he's just looking at his work and <laughs> just deciding. We're terribly sorry. We're just really immature today. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so he's trying to decide if his work um like if if it's ready for harvest, essentially, right? Um, and this is kind of a difficult time because especially if you're into grape farming or if you know anything about The process of wine development. Um, Grapes can be harvested at different times Um, and so like you have your earlier harvests and then you have your later harvests and it affects the flavor of the grapes, right? Is that like the ice wine versus...
0: Well ice wine is for like
1: very specific climates like different temperatures but I'm talking like late harvest. Okay. Right? Um, And late harvest wines tend to be sweeter And sometimes they're sold for more money Mm
0: -hmm. as well. So
1: so you can get like a higher quality wine. So when I look at this card, I definitely think about um, wine because I really love wine. Uh, For one thing, as you guys probably found out from the Three of Cups. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely think about wine when I look at this card um, and that process of like the hard work that goes into making those grapes just perfect and and the tradition that's involved in it, but also um, the fact that there is a lot of decision-making that needs to happen during the fact it's growing. So he's already done the hard work of planting the vines and cultivating it and making sure it got to this point, and now he's just standing there and looking at his grapes and deciding if it's ready for harvest. And I think this this is a time... That what, like whenever this, sh- this card shows up, this shows a time when a person has already worked really hard and they need to make a decision about where they're at. So it's, it's a moment of reflection, mm. really. So when this card shows up, it's, it means that the person needs to take a moment, step back and reflect on everything they've done and decide if they want to keep going in this direction. Um, sometimes there's a risk involved. Like, if I'm going to use the the wine mm-hmm. example, it's possible birds will come and eat all of your grapes before it gets to that point of being sweeter wines. Like, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Or there could be, like, too much rain or not enough. Or... Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, you're looking at the grapes now, or they and they're, they're technically ready to be harvested, but you don't really know if it's worth the risk to wait longer or if it's or if you're happy with what you have now um, so often this is that that moment in a when you're you you're in a project and you've already accomplished a lot and you get this sense of like dissatisfaction almost with what you've done um, so this card comes in and says hey you should be really proud of everything you've accomplished already because you've already done a lot of work um, but it, this card normally will show up to a person
0: who doesn't feel like they are ready to celebrate yet,
1: because
0: mm, it's not finished. Like, well, like like the the hard work is finished, but yeah,
1: the hard work is finished, but there's still like there's still more that could technically be uh, had, mm-hmm. right? So, but it's it's that decision making process of do mm. I do I keep what I have or do I keep going, you know? And try um, to get more. Exactly. It's like, ga- it
0: reminds me of a little gambling. It is
1: a, it is kind of a gamble, yeah. There's often a risk involved with waiting to get more. Um, There's also, although this this card can also just mean reflection, mm. right? And kind of reflecting and waiting, like the work's already been done and perhaps the harvest isn't ready yet, mm. right? So it's just kind of like, the the minimal work that's required in maintaining until it is ready to harvest. So that's that's another tweak to this particular card that could show up. And I would say the other cards would probably indicate what this is. Or often actually the person will know which interpretation it is. Okay. Yeah. Based on like their question or just what's yeah, going on in the Exactly. Life. So so I'll I'll kind of give the person both of those interpretations. Um, I'll say, okay, so this is this is a time when you're waiting to pick to take what you have or take a risk, or it might just be that you have to wait until uh, until it's ready to harvest, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, so there's it's it's not exactly an easy time. like waiting is is never really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tarot kind of shows us that, um, it it's showing that, that sense of dissatisfaction like the man does not look happy per se he looks kind of especially since he's been so used to his hard work up to this point like he feels kind of useless like Mm, he's standing there and he's got this sense of like well now what and he just kind of you know feels a little out of place he's just watching it waiting um the the sky is gray (laughs) behind him Uh, Yeah, so it's it's never really easy to wait Mm -hmm. Per se Um, But this card is saying You're not just waiting, you're also reflecting Uh, So make sure that If this card shows up for you That you are definitely reflecting And it's not so much a celebration Like the celebration's already been had The success has already been had Now it's just a matter of Making that decision of Do you want to take what you have now? And there's definitely no shame in that especially if the risk isn't really worth the reward you might be getting right so like if if you're in this position and you already have quite a a good amount there's no shame in being happy with that and deciding that hey i'm good i'm going to walk away with my spoils right Mm -hmm. um but if you you know you're reflecting on it and you're like know what it's worth the risk um i definitely want to keep going this moment of reflection can help you have a new vigor in your work, right? So it can it can help you get back your that that sense of um, go-getterness, if yeah. you will. So maybe
0: is it also like a re- reminder to not always be go go go? Like you do need to stop and reflect at where you've been. Definitely, yeah. Um,
1: reflect how far you've come, uh, and the importance of that too is to make sure you're staying on the same path. Like usually people who make this a good habit um, will stay on the same path um, or s- make sure that they're, they're going in the direction they want to be going in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is possible that this card will show up and you're doing some reflection. And you're like, hey, I'm not actually I'm not actually, you know, working towards what I thought I was working towards and I want to go this way. So mm. it, it can also op- provide an opportunity to change your direction. Uh reflection's definitely a very important process. Definitely. In the wealth story of the tarot. <laughs> if you will. And I like that it's not a reflection at the very end either. Like
0: Yeah, that it's like part not part way, but yeah. We're all, we're a little past halfway. Yeah.
1: With our, our story of wealth. Um mm-hmm. according to the Pentacles, right? Right. Uh we're we've accomplished quite a bit. We've learned some hard lessons and we've also uh, overcome them with the six of pentacles right that that main hard lesson being um to let go of that uh, that greed that was shown in the fourth four of pentacles mm-hmm. and um in and making wise investments in the six of pentacles and now that we've made um, we've we've been working hard we've gotten past the the turmoil and the difficulties of the five of pentacles uh, we have we have something with our seven of pentacles we have something that's worth, celebrating and worth harvesting um but it's also possible that we could keep going and keep working
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so that that's kind of that that moment of rest if you will that is being described
0: in the seven of pentacles uh, okay, so tell us a story, Biddy. Okay, so I'm going to be looking at two goddesses actually of childbirth today, which, which ties in. Which does tie in. Yeah. And I know it might seem a little weird with, with the Seven of Pentacles because it is kind of more about deciding when it's, like you said, when it's time to harvest and when's right. And reflection, but in my deck, The Journey Through the Hidden Realm, mm-hmm. the Seven of Cups is actually represented... Seven of Pentacles. Sh- sugar. <laughs> the seven of Pentacles. <laughs> still... I, still good okay good still Still good good. yeah um is represented by a pregnant woman who has grown the baby inside her and is now literally just waiting for to bear the fruit of her labor (laughs) i kind of like the idea of a
1: baby being referred to as a harvest
0: me too time to harvest the humans yeah
1: (laughs) yes yeah i'm gonna just like send that to my pregnant friends there you go
0: (laughs) are you ready for harvest are you ready to harvest (laughs) yourself yet um so this card again in my deck is more about patience and you know you've done all that you can do to prepare and now all you have to do is wait until the time is right and then again you can enjoy the results of your work and your planning and
1: yeah definitely yeah. so it's kind of the same idea um in, in the other card we were we were looking at the Rider Waite Smith deck mm-hmm. it's I definitely see a lot more wine cultivation yeah. Yeah. if you will but mm-hmm. um yeah with the with with childbirth i think there's definitely still that you know the work's been done yep if you know what i mean uh now it's just a matter of waiting and well and also the work of making a baby
0: yes growing and the body
1: the body does some hard work Mm -hmm. making making a
0: human yes (laughs) not easy not an easy thing yeah So that's why I wanted to talk again today about Elithuia and Hecate, and I hope I'm saying her name correctly, um, which are both goddesses of childbirth, one in Greek and the other is Egyptian uh, mythology respectively. So when you first said Hecate, I thought you were talking about Hecate, but it's spelled differently. It is. It's H-E-Q-E-T. So actually it's something that I read, um, Hecate, the name may have come from this goddess. Oh, interesting. Because it it is so similar in the spelling, but it also, I don't know, it might not. It it might not be related at all. Yeah, because they are pretty different, but you never know. Um, But I'm going to start with Elithuia. So she, and I know that is a bit of a mouthful, um, she is the daughter of Zeus and Hera. And she is literally the goddess of the moment of childbirth.
1: Like one of the only legitimate children? Well, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, between that marriage? Um
0: three to three slash four. Um, we'll talk about the slash four next week. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um so she can either assist women in childbirth or she can delay it, uh, which we'll see in a couple of minutes. That's cool. today. That's definitely
1: a seven of pentacles type of idea. Mm-hmm. Like do you
0: have the baby now or do you wait? Yes. And it's not always your choice. Sometimes you have know, the god is to blame. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so the first instance where we see her delay of birth and both are because of her mother um but it's with the birth of heracles so heracles is again the son of zeus and Alcmene, who is immortal um and of course you know the pregnancy infuri- in infuriates oh. zeus's wife hera thank you of we course talk today. Of heracles is not
1: legitimate
0: no, not Hera's child. child and he's been. Even though he's named after her. Yes. Um, so Zeus is very excited, actually, about the birth of her- Heracles. And he boasts that the next descendant born of Perseus will be a great king, a high king. Um, and Heracles is, is a descendant of Perseus. Um, so Hera, having a trick up her sleeve, like always, makes Zeus promise that this that this will be so. Like okay, the next descendant born, they're gonna be king. So Zeus is like, oh yeah, for sure, he'll be king. Okay. But what Zeus doesn't realize is that there is another descendant of Perseus that could also be born. and this is Heracles' uh, cousin Eurystheus. Oh, Trixie, Trixie, Trixie. So, um, determined to rob Heracles of his birthright, when the time came for Alcmene to give birth, Hera enlisted the help of Elithea. So simultaneously, Elithea speeds up the birth of Eurystheus, who was supposed to be born later, but she mm-hmm. sped it up, um, while also slowing down the birth of Heracles. So she does this by sitting outside the or the the birthroom, cross-legged, and tying her clothes into knots. So I hmm. basically just see her, like, kind of like in a little ball, being like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so if she continued to stay this way, Heracles would not have been born. Um, but a servant friend of Alcmene named Galanthias, um tricked Elithoeia by telling the goddess that Heracles had been born. So this startles Elithoeia and distracts her long enough for Heracles to actually be born. But it's not until after Eurystheus is so Elithia, um yeah. So I think that this is a cool myth.
1: <laughs> it is. It is neat because it's it's got that whole like if you say it, it shall be so type of fate going on, mm-hmm. right? Like kind of, yeah. Like, uh, like Zeus is is pretty much dictating the fate, uh, but he's also tricked into giving mm. the fate for one mm-hmm. person to a different one. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a cool cool story how um and and also oh my goodness i'm definitely (coughs) going to butcher her name alethia yep alethia okay so yeah alethia i think definitely is acting as the seven of pentacles in the story as Mm -hmm. well because Mm -hmm. um in one case uh the delay (coughs) and the and the speeding up of the other like it's it's you know having a huge
0: effect on both of those people yeah oh definitely lives (laughs) oh huge effect on their lives and it wouldn't have been possible without her to be able to to kind of um not put it in motion but to to have have it come to pass in that way yeah Yeah. exactly yeah yeah that moment of decision Mm -hmm. if you will yes makes all the difference it does and she does this again (laughs) (laughs) so we see this a second time um when she slows down the birth of the god apollo so again, this is also because Hera is jealous of Zeus's attachment to someone else. In this case, it's the goddess Leto. Um, mm-hmm. And all Who's of. Who's the goddess Leto, by the way? So she was Zeus's, I don't know what numbered wife, but wife before Hera, basically. Oh, okay. um, and she's best known as being the mother of Apollo and Artemis. Okay and just together they make i don't know a lovely couple and family and Hera of course doesn't like this because this is her man now and goddess yeah. of marriage and and whatnot it, it makes sense kind of she but doesn't yes. like
1: anyone who interferes with her
0: man exactly um so in this case with Apollo's birth all of the goddesses were present except for Althea Again, because Hera uh, asked her not to be. And because of this, um, Leto was in active labor for nine days and nine nights. Not fun. Not fun. That does not sound fun. No. And you see these nine days and nine nights a a lot in the writings. Um, Basically just means a really, really long time. (laughs) But a really long time she's in labor. Um, Can't be ten. Can't be ten. Nine days, nine nights. You'll see this again (laughs) and again. Um, but Alethuia was eventually summoned by one of the other goddesses and offered beautiful jewelry. Like, oh, we'll give you these things if you just come and be there. And so she does. (laughs) (laughs) She comes, um, down to Delos where, where Leto is and Apollo is able to be born. All right. So here you go. Have some jewelry. Please make it stop. Yeah, please, (laughs) please, please. And she's like, okay.
1: (laughs) All right. There you go. So offer Alethuia some jewelry.
0: And she'll come help you out, speed up the birth the birthing process. Yep, exactly, or make it happen at all. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That just does not sound fun. No. No. Wasn't Apollo a twin though? He was a twin. So, um, there is another story where Artemis is born. His twin is born first, and she actually helps her mom um in the birth in like the labor of apollo and because of this Our she baby yeah yeah <laughs> so because of this she then becomes the goddess of childbirth over elethoea
1: oh neat so she becomes like
0: the midwife goddess kind of yeah yeah cool mm-hmm. Yet yep. another
1: thing for
0: uh, artemis to be cool yes for. Yeah. yeah definitely um But speaking of midwives, um, if we transition now to Heket, um, she's also a goddess of childbirth and fertility. um, But she's also related to the annual flood season of the Nile, which is why I wanted to bring her up. Um, Mm -hmm. But she's also, I think, the Egyptian midwives are referred to, I think, like the women of Heket or some, something like that. That's cool. Look that up again. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's pretty neat. That... So the 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 women of Hecate. Uh, I'll midwife. double check now. Now I'm like, <laughs> I, I know it is. No, that's not how you spell her. Something like that. Um. Oh no. Servants of Hecate. Oh, the servants of yes. Hecate. Okay. Yeah. So they were the mid the priestesses who were trained as midwives. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Heket obviously has something to do with birth. Yes, exactly. Well. And it's 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 very similar to Lathuia in that it's like the moment kind of of childbirth, um, but also fertility because she's associated with the Nile and with water. And the reason she's associated with this is because she is depicted as uh, being a frog with a woman's body. Oh, neat. Because all Egyptian gods have are an animal with... Human body,
1: yeah. I remember like seeing that in in hieroglyphics, Mm -hmm. they all have animal heads,
0: exactly. Some sort, yeah. So hers is a frog, so that's why it's that again connection with water and fertility. And it's interesting that it's the moment of childbirth when frogs lay eggs, yeah. Well.
1: I don't know how it I works. don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's a good reason. Maybe it's Probably. because
0: tadpoles look like semen. I don't know, they mm. wouldn't have known that.
1: Well I actually
0: the the hieroglyph for um what for a frog I think looks like a tadpole. Or no, the tadpole. Yeah, but they wouldn't have known semen looks like tadpoles. Um I guess not. I don't know. Well, maybe the things that we associate <laughs> now versus the
1: things versus from the then, past. Yeah. exactly.
0: Um, but again, what I also like about her is her association with the flood season of the Nile, because <laughs> that is again that idea of harvesting and waiting for the proper moment to, you know, plant your crops, and then you have to wait for it and. And with the flood season especially, you can't there's nothing you can do. You can't grow anything then, you can't plant anything. You just have to wait until the Nile recedes back down. And that's when you um Oh actually so, plant. So it's kind of like they had to
1: wait for Hecate to make the land fertile yes exactly
0: okay that's cool so that's why again that idea of like the resting and being patient and waiting for the right moment so maybe the frogs were like a
1: symbol of fertile land maybe maybe that's why Mm -hmm. it was a frog head i keep trying to figure out why
0: (laughs) yeah i should have done more research i apologize that's That's all right no um
1: Um, okay Yeah, yeah so that's 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 definitely a seven of pentacles type of moment too, like Mm -hmm. having to wait for the right moment. Um, Yeah. Sometimes that's definitely part of the reflection process. Right. Um, And that's, I would say that's like, that's kind of an interpretation of the seven of pentacles that doesn't come up very often um, waiting Mm -hmm. for the right moment. There's actually another card that I think says that a little bit better. And it's actually the ace of swords.
0: Oh yeah So
1: we'll talk about that later for mm-hmm. sure Is wi- like the waiting for the right moment Like the right moment to strike kind mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. um, But this uh, But there definitely is a moment of reflection as well
0: mm-hmm. And that
1: So if the the more reflective part Like once the work's been done Like especially when you're waiting for your baby to be born There's, there's not a lot you can do You're just waiting for the right moment um, And that would be a seven of pentacles time hmm. For sure Super cool. Yeah. Um. So does that bring yeah. us to the end of our episode? It does. I guess it does. Yeah.
0: Thank you, as always, everyone, so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we have our Facebook group, uh, Myth Tarot Love, and we're on Instagram, at Myth Tarot Love. And I'll keep saying it until we get at least two more reviews. We'd love to get a rev- more reviews on iTunes. Be one of the two. Wee! Be one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. yes. Do you have some parting words for us today? I do
1: have some parting words. Um, It is also from the American Tarot Association, uh, which is www.ata-tarot.com. It has a great great description of all of the cards in case you're looking for a good resource. I I Mm -hmm. highly recommend it. Um, Okay, so... When this card appears, take it as a sign to rest for a while. Look back on all you've accomplished, and then decide whether you're going to leave or stay. Myth and tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cards, and pentacles, and all of the above. Miss Tarot love.